Mom, I need excuse me, mom. Mom, excuse mom. me. Mom. Welcome to Next Stop Crazy Town. This is Juliette Hahn, and I am the host of this weekly pod. I'm going to be sharing with you guys a little glimpse of my crazy world. I'm a mom of three, and I have two crazy boxer dogs. I will have guests some weeks, and some weeks it will just be me, but I will always be talking about uncomfortable things that have happened to me before motherhood or during motherhood. I just want you to know that you are not alone in this crazy world. Things happen that people don't like to talk about, but guess what? I do. I cannot wait for you guys to join me every week just to get a little laugh. Do you guys have that kind of friend that you can just sit down, have wine, and basically talk about your vaginas or your boobs? Well, (laughs) I am so lucky that I do, and she is actually joining me today. So welcome, Alicia Dupree. I'm so happy to have you on this latest episode. I am honored to be here. Thank you for allowing me to talk about my boobs and vagina. (laughs) Well, they're good ones. (laughs) Not that I've ever seen them. Not that I've not not that there was anything wrong with if I have seen them, but I haven't. You haven't, um, right? Oh, I've seen your boobs. I haven't seen your vagina. Well, we're still early in our friendship. You know, hopefully <laughs> this year. This this might be the year. <laughs> My fingers are crossed. Okay, so Alicia and I actually we are virtual health and fitness coaches. That's how we met, and that's one of the reasons why we both love our jobs because we get to meet people that maybe we wouldn't have met. So, what is it? Two, three. It's been um, three years for me. So, right. Yes. Yeah, three years. And the, the first time we met, we met in that Mexican restaurant and we were having tequila. And I remember just immediately being like, oh my God, I love this girl. Well, and the same, I felt the same way. And within like maybe one hour, maybe not even an hour, we were on the floor demonstrating <laughs> our sexual positions, if you remember. Like, it's totally right. You were saying, out, yeah, both of our husbands. <laughs> prefer the same thing. So it was like a side thing or something. And everyone's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're just (laughs) trying to see. It's still one of my favorite videos that will just randomly pop up in like, you know, this day three years ago kind of thing. And we did have clothes on. So it was not like, (laughs) yes, (laughs) it sounds very lesbian, which again, nothing wrong with it, but yeah, it was Oh my God, that's so funny. I love that. So we actually, today we decided we were going to talk about childbirth because it involves vaginas and that's one of our favorite, (laughs) favorite subjects. So Alicia is pregnant with her third right now. So the other thing is Alicia's, I think 10 years younger, but every time I say that, I kind of laugh because I'm like, no, I'm not 10 years older. But then she does remind me that she is that much younger than me. Again, I think it's weird because I I feel like I'm, I'm that age, but I'm, I'm not. No, you're old. You're 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 old. <laughs> oh fuck off. Yes. You're in your late forties. I'm in I'm uh, excuse me. I'm in mid. Forty six. Okay. Well then oh, well then it's not ten years because I'll be thirty eight oh. in a couple months. Oh, look at that. We're basically <laughs> twins. The same age. Yes. <laughs> and she lives in Jersey. So I mean another Jersey girl. So I mean, how fun is that? Um, okay, so we when we were ta- kind of talking about what we were gonna talk about, we happened upon our birthing stories. And Alicia has really like a really funny one, the way she describes it. Mine is a little bit more gruesome and grotesque. And I think in my earlier pod about one episode, maybe it was boobs I was talking about. I don't know. I talked a little bit about it. So I'm going to let Alicia kind of go first. And um, I love the story. 
Well, so Juliet mentioned I have um, well two and a half kids, right? I'm I'm halfway through my pregnancy with my third. Um, my first son was born almost seven years ago, and I don't know if this has happened to anyone else, but like I was so concerned about having my actual doctor present at the time of delivery, and in my totally. two, yeah, and my two previous pregnancies. Both were on vacation. So like if you are pregnant and listening to this, just assume your doctor won't be there and somebody very capable will. And at that point when I was like, you know, ready to go dilated, I didn't care who showed up as long as somebody that looked kind of like a doctor could get the baby out safely. Like that's all I cared about. So right. Totally. Um, yeah. My mom was like, oh, at the time, you don't care if the janitor's in there, residents, it doesn't matter. You're just like totally open and everyone sees yeah. whatever. Get this um, baby out. Yes. And she was correct. And so I started pushing right at like a shift change or I was about ready to push right at a shift shift change. So the doctor that I had, which was a stranger that I like met over a couple hours, he left and this new doctor came in (laughs) and she was this, I mean, couldn't have been five feet tall, little Asian lady who was all business, which I appreciated (laughs) because I was at that point, I didn't really care about bedside manner. I just wanted the baby out. So um, it's like right before 10 o'clock and she comes in and she's like, are you ready to do this? I'm like, I think so. And my husband and I are big fans of music and dancing. And we had this like baby themed playlist that was going um, for hours. And I mean, obviously songs like Push It, which is what I hoped he was born to. (laughs) Yeah, he's not. Push It. Um, so many baby theme songs, and I don't know because this is not a baby theme song. We just happen to like Prince, but the song "Let's Go Crazy" is about to come on, and maybe that was like after the baby came out because that's like "Let's Go Crazy." You're holding the baby, you're like "Woo!" Maybe that I don't know. It was it it got weird in the delivery room, so it could have been. The point is, I was happy it came on, and so I'm there in the bed ready to push like this baby's coming out and so your legs your legs are straddled up like yeah oh yeah I'm like full stirrups the whole deal yeah and this is my first experience with a baby so I was like okay husband do you want to be up with me or down I thought there was a difference but your knees are like at your fucking ears and so yeah like up is down like everything is there (laughs) and so He's sitting there and this, this little tiny lady comes up. I can barely see her over like my (laughs) boobs and my belly. Like I'm at a weird angle. She puts her hand on one knee right as the song is starting. And if you know the song, there's like this, this spoken part where Prince is like, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate a thing called life. Oh, maybe that's why we did it. Oh yeah. Oh, look at that. It just came full circle. Um, Here we go. And, um, she literally apparently is a massive fucking Prince fan because she's like, (laughs) Dearly beloved, she starts like karaokeing this this like spoken verse. Oh my god! I'm just watching this little lady with her hands on my knees, who has not cracked a smile the whole time. She and then she she does the whole thing and then goes, "Let's go crazy!" And I'm like, "Okay, Doctor Lee, let's do it." Oh my god, and that's hilarious. <laughs> um, an hour of pushing later, um, the song "Baby Love" by the Supremes was on, and Chase was born. I love that. I love that you have the details. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was, and and I've never seen her since, and I will never see her again because I actually had him in Long Island, um, in New York. And so a whole different hospital than my second or wait, where, where in Um, in Huntington at Huntington hospital. Why were you living there? Yes. I was, um, 
running a sales and recruiting team. Um, and I was in an office out there for like, oh, I didn't know that. Years. Yeah. So oh, I had my first in Long Island and then Logan, my second, um, here in Jersey and this little one will be born at the same hospital. So oh we'll see Dr. Lee, but we will have a playlist for sure. And I wonder though, if Dr. Lee, rem- I mean, like she has to remember that because that's like, you know, that's if she loves that song. And I just think it's so funny that you could only see like, and oh my God, her did you and Mike like, like look at each other? Like what the fuck? Oh, for sure. Mike looks at me. We are both like, <laughs> like loving it and also re- oddly freaked out by it. It was right. like, like, we kind of love this, but I also like, how much time does she spend listening to Prince? Like, is she qualified? Like, who is this woman? And we were just like, whatever, we're just going to go with it. And so my, like, I know that I'm such a planner that I did not have a birth plan because I knew that if it didn't go according to plan, I'd be all whacked out. So I was like, went in with no plan other than I want music playing. I want an epidural. Like I was asking for an epidural in the waiting, like in admissions. Yeah. They're like, oh no, this isn't even maternity. I'm like, I just want to make sure the window (laughs) shut. Well, because they tell you it shuts and you hear the horror stories of when it shuts and you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to be that fucking horror story. I'm not having natural. And I'm, yeah. Nothing to prove. And but it, yeah, that's, yeah, I, I feel like, the same way. And so I am not about the medical drugs. And I was like, oh, I'll do an epidural. Like I had family members being like, oh my God, I totally thought you would have gone natural. And I was like, no, I really, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm good. I would, I don't need to really feel this to the extent that I think it's going to hurt. Like I, I'm, I'm all about pain too, but not that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I felt the same way. And so I was like, I need an epidural. They're like, ma'am, you need to go to the fourth floor. I'm like, I just want it to be noted in my record but I want an epidural and I want music playing. And they're like, okay, chill out. Like (laughs) you got it. And like, I didn't have the baby for like nine hours, but I was so concerned. Um, so yeah. yeah. Well, cause it is, I mean, I had music, my friend Carrie actually sent us and I wish I still had it. Cause it was such a great, like, um, no, wait, hold on. Is that hallelujah? Is that how you say it? Hallelujah. No. Hallelujah. (laughs) I know what song you're talking about. It's like, I didn't. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even do it. But it was that was on there, and I loved it. And then all these other amazing ones. And with Montgomery, I had an emergency uh, cesarean, so I didn't even get to listen to my freaking playlist. And I was not having a cesarean. Like I was like, nope, this is going to be. You know, I'm I'm having the epidural, but I'm and I I'm not a planner, and I did not really have a plan, but I had an idea what I wanted. And he was two weeks late. I gained 10 pounds in that last two weeks. I was like 65, gained 65 pounds. I was over, I think it was 208 um, when I was normally like a normal size person. And they had to like, I had to keep going in. I did like, they had to keep stripping the, um, what was it? What did they call the membrane? Yeah, stripping the membrane, stripping the membrane. And then I remember I got up, Dan, I don't, I think it was right before Dan was going to work. So it was kind of worked out and I got up and walked and I was, and I literally like my water broke, but it was like a little bit. Cause it was like not a, t- a full one. And our boxer Lucy came over and started licking it up. And I was like, ew, Oh, I guess I don't have to clean the floor. <laughs> it's like, Dan, Our water is broken. We need to go to the hospital. Yeah. And then I'm like, we got to call someone to get her to walk. And I guess we should mop this up. Maybe we'll give her upset stomach. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she'll just be closer to this baby because she's drinking the, uh, the juice. And then we, apparently I was having contractions, but I wasn't feeling them. But every time I had them, Montgomery's heart rate would go down. So they're like, I think you're going to have to get uh, a cesarean. I was like, no, 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 I'm not getting that. I was like, I, I can push him. He's good. We're good. They're like, no. And so then I had to get all of a sudden one happen. And I'm like, I don't even feel this. 
and I didn't have an epidural yet. And I was like, this is so bizarre. I'm not feeling anything. I don't think I'm that tough. Like, <laughs> right. I should be in pain yeah. right now. Totally whisked away. And then I think I had told you this, this story and I don't, Dan might not love that I'm sharing this on here, but as I, uh, as I was having the cesarean, I remember him like standing above me and he literally, the expression on his face went like completely white. And I was like, what, what's going on? Like, I got like nervous. And he's like, oh no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, but I could tell he was like really weirded out or something was going on. Yep. And I, then I was nervous. Montgomery was stuck. So they had to like cut even further over. Cause he was like wrapped around. I don't know. He was not, he did not want to come out. <laughs> Basically it was very happy in there. And the, um, literally two months later, or maybe a month, Dan was looking out the kitchen because we came to the beach. Literally after I had him and I was allowed out, we wrapped this like pillow around me. I got in the front seat, my mom in Montgomery in the back, Dan driving. And we drove to Long Island because we had him at NYU in the city because we lived in the city then. And I remember going over the bumps and being like, holy fuck, you cannot do that, please. And he's like, honey, I'm not causing the bumps. Like I, I, I'm trying, I'm like, go in the middle, go in the middle. I was in so much pain and I retained so much water that I couldn't like bend my body. I looked like a freak of fucking nature. And he was looking out the window and he says to me, literally looking out the window, do you want to know why I had that face on when you were in the delivery room? And I was like, oh, so random. Yeah. He's like, I saw your intestines being lifted out of your body and put next to you on a tray. And it was like so much blood. He's like, I thought I was going to pass out. And he is not like a, like a woozy guy. He was like, that was so fucking disgusting. (laughs) And I thought, oh my God, I'm good. I'm going down. And then that recovery for the cesarean was terrible. So then I V-backed with my other two. Yep. And you had natural birth. So like, was your second a normal, like you had a different doctor again. Second was, um, a breeze. Second was like 11 minutes like of pushing and he oh was my out. God. Yeah. First was longer, but my next doctor. So it's interesting about Dan in that story. So I didn't realize this, but in the state of New York and in New Jersey, for sure, and probably a bunch of other states, they don't let the men in the room when you're getting the epidural. Right. Cause they could pass out. Right. And that unfortunately happened and it was a disaster of a situation out in California. Apparently that's where it came from. So, okay. I can't imagine Mike seeing my intestines on the tray. Like he would have for sure passed out. Um, yeah, he so, was so grossed out. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's funny because like, I think like a lot of first time deliveries, you're like concerned about pooping on the table. Right, right, right. And the doctor's like, when they're telling you how to push, they're like, push like you're pooping. I'm like, you can't tell me to do that and then <laughs> not expect me to think about what's happening on the table. Right. And I remember afterwards, I was like, oh my God, Mike, did I poop? He's like, often. That was his response. Often. <laughs> it was like, often? Oh. Like several times. He was like, well, it kind of like was coming out and like we had the best nurse ever. She was oh amazing. It was just like wiping away. It was, and I'm like, you saw it come out? He's like, well, I was kind of looking and I don't know. And I'm like, oh my God, this is why like, oh I, like, you got to be in a really good spot with your when you have a baby when you, when you go into that delivery room and then for all the recovery afterwards it's oh the recovery afterwards your vagina but, gets um, fucked up i know it th- i mean everything is is just all over the place there but isn't and it funny how you just want to do it again though like afterwards you're like that was amazing i just can't wait to have my i feel like you black out and and totally. don't remember like the first 6 months like i like i'm 
I'm going to do it again in a little bit. And I have yeah. a, a four and an almost seven year old. And so right now we just leave the house, no diaper bag. No, right. like, they sleep through the night, like <laughs> no diapers. And I'm like consciously about to do all this again. Yeah. And I'm excited for it, but I know there will be a point at three in the morning, like the month after this baby's born that I'm right. like, why don't we just like leave well enough alone? Like, right. a good, like we can fit in one car. We get a table for four at a restaurant. Yeah. This is like Mike's third argument. Yeah. The third does add. He's like, but you need a second great. hotel room. Like, yeah, you do. It's actually yeah. the two hotel rooms that gets, gets a kick in the pants for like the, the money for a while. But, but it's but nice like, when the three of them can stay in the same room and then you two cannot like uh, you two, like Dan and I can be in our own room and yeah. it does, there are benefits and it's, it is, it is really awesome. So thank you, Alicia, for joining me talking about your vagina and your boobies. Um, I love it. I get to actually talk to her every Tuesday because we do that for our coaching leadership. Um, and so it's really fun. And as I was, as I said, as I was thinking of who to bring on, I'm like, we laugh every Tuesday. I have to have Alicia on. So thank you so much for joining me. And um, hopefully you'll be a guest again. Yes. Happy to um, be on. And maybe I'll have another fun birth story to share when this Yes. Oh, out. that's true. Yep. That, we'll, we'll have to have a third one. Let's see if it's going to be the same doctor. We should actually put bets on it. <laughs> see if we're going to- if you're going to have the same doctor since you didn't have two. Um, okay. So you guys know how I always end these with our favorite quotes and I'll let Alicia go first. So one of my favorite quotes, especially when I'm feeling like I'm totally sucking as a mom is don't be so hard on yourself. The mom in ET had an alien living in her house for days without noticing. <laughs> that is <laughs> So that helps me realize that like, like if some, some, if some stuff slips a little bit, like right. at least I don't have an alien or, you know, maybe I do. Maybe right, right, right. I haven't cleaned my basement in a while. There could be an alien down there. ET right now is laughing going, Oh, you got it. Yep. Okay. So mine is peeing on a stick and preserving that stick is the start of many disgusting things you do as a mother. <laughs> so oh true. my God. So many. I have all three and I think they're like in my, and even in all our moves, I kept them. And I'm like, hey, you have the sticks from when you found out? I, yeah, I, the sticks. Yes, I kept them. And then they're now in storage. Dan's like, can you throw these away? Paying money to store, store my pee sticks. Uh -huh. Your pee sticks. <laughs> you know what? I've kept some weird shit, but not that actually. Um, I have my kids' umbilical cords, like what <laughs> right. left and fell out. One I have in my jewelry box um, <laughs> just because I haven't. Because of course, with the second, you don't make a baby book. I like hardly did with the first. At least right. I don't have a second one. This third kid's totally out of luck. So at some point, that'll go somewhere safer than right. with my like cubic zirconia earring. Sure. I, like, pass off as diamonds. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I have the piece. Of, and actually the umbilical cords, I think I had one in my change purse. Like it fell off, must have like somewhere. And I had that one for a long time. I don't think I have that anymore. That must have gotten thrown out. But you would be surprised. I actually, Montgomery's baby book, is like a novel. It actually, I wrote pages and pages and pages because my mom was really good at baby books. Truman's is, is, is pretty good. I would say it's like an average good baby book. And Penelope is a little less than average, but still pretty good. But Montgomery, I had, I would literally write down everything he did. And that first year, I also had a, um, Dan got us a video camera and I documented him and Lucy's first year. And I literally, it was almost like social media. Like yeah. I filmed and have all these, um, cassettes that I love. Are you about to cry right now thinking about it? No, I, I, I you know what? Surprisingly not. <laughs> My goal is to get you to cry on this podcast. Yeah. I think um, 
I think I'm done. I, I, I've been emotional, but I, I think I'm okay. Okay. I um, had really good intentions. I made a like photo book. I was like, I'm going to make a book for each month that he's alive. Like, right. who am I kidding? I got up to month four. I went back to work. Right. And then there's no other books from there, but they're all sitting on like Snapfish's server. Like yeah. there are thousands of pictures. And then um, what we did do, which I love, and of course I wish we did it more, but we've email addresses for both boys and we'll have one for our daughter as well. Yeah. And we will send kind of real time emails to them. Oh, um, that's cool. Pictures or like today was this, or it's your second birthday or. Oh, I love Christmas that. Eve. Yeah. I remember writing a letter to chase the night before we, I went to the hospital to have Logan about like having a second child. And like, I was so emotional about like, it would never be the three of us again. Right. And was like writing this email. And I think it'll be pretty cool to someday give him the password to that Gmail account. Totally. Um, if I don't lose it, I got to probably write that down somewhere. <laughs> right. Stick it with the umbilical cord in my jewelry box. <laughs> in your jewelry box. But um, that's kind of our way to like, I love that. Kind of talk. Uh, but of course, every time we do it, it's like, why don't we do this more often? Like, we like build up that it's got it because I I like assume he's going to read it when I'm dead, which right, is right, like, right. hopefully not the case. Hopefully he reads it when <laughs> he's before. like, yeah, well yeah. before that. But I'm like, like 14, oh, 15. Yeah. Yeah. What if there's a grammar error? I'm like, no, I just need to like write to him and talk to him right. and not overthink it. And so that's something that has been helpful in like preserving some memories. I love that. Well, I'm going to give you a little plug. Alicia is actually writing a book. Um, Thank you. Tell us a little bit about that really quickly. I know you have to jump off. No, that's okay. So the book is a post-college survival guide. It was actually a book that my dad encouraged me to write when I graduated from college, which if you did the math from my age (laughs) earlier, was like almost 16 years ago. And I literally graduated. I was still kind of hungover, right? From the party the night before. And he's like, all right, so you ready? I'm like, for what? He's like, for the real world. And it's like, no, I'm no, I'm no more prepared today than I was, you know, a year, like a year ago or a day ago. Right. And so it, it hits on all the things that you don't really know about. Um, and you might learn through trial and error, like managing money and credit cards and getting out of debt and budgeting, and then getting a job and keeping the job and resume writing and interviewing. And then also like health and fitness and wellness after you graduate and how to get an apartment and a car and just all the things, so smart. Trying, you know, really smart. And so, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. It was a lot of collection of stories from people that did it certain ways. And it's meant to be a book you can pick up quickly, read the section that's relevant to where you are and then put it away. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it'll be out this summer. So I'm pretty excited about it. Well, we'll have to have you back on, but we will, when that is out, we'll put some links, you know, through the next stop crazy town thank you. Um, and uh, help with that. Cause that's so exciting. So again, thank you, Alicia. Awesome guys. If you liked what you heard, if any of this resonated, please send me an email at Juliet, J U L I E T at nextstopcrazytown.com. Write reviews, share with your friends. That is how I get my podcast out. That's how I talk, you know, reach more women in this crazy world that we live in. And, you know, as you hear our stories, you might see us and be like, oh, they seem like they have everything together, but we are just running around trying to (laughs) to keep up, you know, with our lives as, you know, just like the next person. So thank you again. And we'll talk soon. Bye.
Hey moms, I'm talking to you. Do you feel like when you wake up that you did not get a good night's sleep or three o'clock comes around and you're looking for that caffeinated beverage or that sugary snack or your kid's crappy carb snack because you just don't have enough energy? Well, I was there four years ago and I actually can help. I changed things in my life that made a huge difference. I became a virtual health and fitness coach and what I can do for you is I can set you up with a workout program That is on every level. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. You can do it in the gym. You can do it from anywhere. I also help figure out how to balance your diet out with a few simple steps. I help you with recipes, easy, quick, healthy recipes for your entire family. I am doing a special this month. So if you are interested, it's $160 to get in. And what you get is you get me as your health and fitness coach. You get an accountability group with other women that are in the same boat as yourself. I will help you with meal planning and I will help you with recipes. Again, easy and quick and good. I will also just help give you that encouragement to tell you that you can do it on the days that are hard. There's a couple ways you can reach out to me. One is the Google Doc. There is a link that you can fill out and I will get back to you. Or you can email me directly at Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T-L-Y-F-3 at gmail.com. I look forward to helping you get your energy back and feel comfortable in your skin again. I hope you liked this episode of Next Stop Crazy Town. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in every week. For more information, check out nextstopcrazytown.com.